Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. You're listening online at 900CHML.com and on the CHML app as well. Get it now in the App Store and on Google Play. My, oh my, what a game we have had, and it is in the dying seconds at Tim Hortons Field. It is the Edmonton Eskimos leading the Hamilton Tiger Cats with 38 seconds to go. 25-18 is the score, and apart from the score line, there is some bad news for the black and gold. Quarterback Zach Caleros injured early in the second quarter, suffering a right knee injury. Speculation is... It's an ACL. The severity, we do not know. But not only have the Cats lost their MOP and maybe the league most outstanding player, but they are losing this football game and their faint hopes are uh, getting fainter by the second as Ja'Cory Harris goes out of bounds just short of the Hamilton 25 along the Ticats sideline. And it looks like that the Edmonton Eskimos, barring a miraculous Late game play by the Hamilton Tiger Cats will win this football game. There is a whole host of things we're going to talk about today. Apart from the result itself, and it's primarily going to surround around the status of Zach Caleros and the future of this ball club if he is not able to play for a number of games or the remainder of this season. We shall see. But a huge blow in more ways than one for the Ticats this afternoon. It started as a, a rainy and a windy afternoon. The rain quickly ends, uh, actually just before kickoff, but it was breezy and it has been breezy and gusty all game long, and that is certainly a factor in the kicking game, the punting game for sure, although no one's missed a field goal today. The passing game has been somewhat hampered. But the story of this game, as it was when the Ticats and Eskimos played for the first time earlier this year, has been turnovers. It's just been reversed. The Ticats, in their first meeting against Edmonton, forced eight turnovers against the Eskimos and scored 35 points off those turnovers. Today, the Eskimos have forced five turnovers, and they have scored 20 points off turnovers. Hamilton forcing just the one a turnover today, an interception by Emmanuel Davis, but could not capitalize on that INT. Ticats still with the ball, 21 seconds to go. They do have a first down after Ja'Cory Harris found a receiver, and the Ticats starting to march downfield, although they're still in their end of the field. Ja'Cory Harris, Hamilton's third-string quarterback, He's now in the game after he took over for a completely ineffective Jeff Matthews. We'll give you all the stats. We'll give you the scoring rundown in a matter of minutes when this game is a final. But again, Ticats with a first down at their own 31-yard line. And out of bounds at the 35. 25-18, the Eskimos lead with 15 seconds to go. Ticats have lost only once at Tim Hortons Field. That came earlier this year against the Montreal Expos. And it looks like today that the Tiger Cats will fall once again. There have been 
numerous tweets throughout the game regarding the Ticats, Fates, Sons, Zach Caleros, and those continue to climb in. We'll get to all of those, all the emails as well. Open up the phone lines in a matter of minutes. And nearly another interception against the Tiger Cats. There's now eight seconds to go. And for Hamilton, down to their last gasp effort. Man, oh man, there are a lot of really down things to focus on today. Not only was Zach Caleros injured today, but how ironic was this? Left tackle Jake Olson also got hurt this afternoon early in the ball game, suffering a left knee injury. He had to leave. And I say ironic because today was the stare to care event that the Tiger Cats and the Ontario Lung Association put on. And uh, Jake Olson, who has uh, been suffering with asthma since, well, he was a, a kid, uh, was one of the you know faces of this promotion. And he gets hurt, and Caleros then goes down after the offensive line is uh, rejigged, if you will. But man, oh man, it has been just an awful afternoon at Tim Hortons Field with two seconds to go. And the Tiger Cats in and around their 35-yard line, I believe, are uh, going to lose this ball game again unless they come up with a Herculean effort. They're at their actually 42-yard line. And on the last play of the game, Ja'Cory Harris, Hamilton's third stringer, looking at a prevent defense, and he is going to chuck it downfield. Luke Tasker with a catch heaves it backwards, and the Ticats will play hot potato, but will go and lose this ball game. And the Edmonton Eskimos, who had one lead in this ball game, and that was right at the end, knock off the Hamilton Tiger Cats at home, 25-18. Wowzers. All right, let's give you the scoring summary here this afternoon. First quarter of play, Zach Caleros finding Terrence Tolliver on a 10-yard touchdown toss, a beautiful rainbow throw into the near corner of the end zone if you're sitting on the press box side. What a toss it was. That gave the Tiger Cats a quick 7-0 lead. Came about midway through the uh, first quarter of play. Early in the second, disaster strikes for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. 13-58 left to play in the first half, and Caleros goes down. He was scrambling on the play. A huge hole opened up on the right side of the line. Caleros takes off, and as he's planting his right foot into the turf, his right knee gives out. He's then quickly tackled by Edmonton's Mathieu Boulet, but Caleros is down for a few minutes, Several players huddle around him. Training staff, the doctors come out. Caleros, in obvious pain, escorted to the Tiger Cats' sideline. But uh, play goes on. On that same drive, Justin Medlock nails a 10-yard field goal to make it 10 to nothing for the Cats. So Jeff Matthews comes in to replace the injured Caleros. Uh, Dion Lacey of the Eskimos forces Matthews to fumble. It's picked up by Marcel Young although Edmonton cannot convert that into any points. They do, however, pick up a couple of points when Justin Medlock, a few series later, concedes a safety. It's 10-2 to 
Sean White adds to Edmonton's lead with a 29-yard field goal with 64 seconds to go in the first half. It's 10-5. And with no time left in half number one, Justin Medlock drills a 42-yard field goal through the uprights, his second of the game, 13-5 Ticats lead at halftime. Early in the third quarter, Sean White concedes his safety. It's 15-5 for the Cats. And then the wheels really start to fall off of the Hamilton Tiger Cats train. Matthews is picked off again. Otha Foster not only intercepts Matthews, but he returns it 45 yards for a touchdown. Edmonton goes for two, does not get the two-point conversion, so the Cats still lead 15-11. to Medlock nails a 32-yard field goal, three for three on the day. It's 18-11 for the Ticats after three quarters. So to the fourth quarter we go. Matthews picked off in the end zone. It's first and goal at the Edmonton 10. Marcel Young steps in front of a pass that was destined for Luke Tasker. Young makes the interception. Eskimos take over. A couple of plays later, though, Emmanuel Davis intercepts Mike Riley for his league-leading fifth pick of the season. The Cats can't capitalize on that turnover. But we do have... Yet another turnover. Aaron Grimes intercepts Matthews on just a horrendous throw to the far sideline, and Grimes returns it 68 yards for a touchdown. Two pick sixes, just minutes apart, and the game is tied 18-18. Ja'Cory Harris then fumbles late in the game. Don Oramission will recover for the Eskimos at the Hamilton 47. A few plays later, Kendall Lawrence... Runs into the end zone, four-yard TD, 25-18. That is your final. So the Tiger Cats lose at home for the second time ever, second time this season. Not a good feeling if you're a Ticats fan, especially the way they started this game with Caleros. 7 nothing after the first quarter. Offense seemed to be Okay, defense playing as it has all season, but the wheel certainly fell off the train in the third quarter with Jeff Matthews completely just falling apart. Two big questions I have before we take our first break and then open up the phones. Number one, are the Ticats still an elite team without injured quarterback Zach Caleros? And Hamilton has six games left. If Caleros is gone for the year, do the Ticats have enough? Does Hamilton have enough to still make the playoffs? They got eight wins in the bank. Six games to go. Not saying they're going to lose them all, but man, oh man, without their star quarterback, if he's gone for any length of time, it's going to be tough. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone, you can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Use the CHML app as well. Your thoughts on the game? Are the Ticats still still an elite team without Caleros and with six games, games to go? If Caleros is gone for the year, does Hamilton have enough to still make the playoffs? Your calls, your reaction coming up. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on am900chml. Lines are jammed, email is flooded, 
Twitter is hopping. Man, oh man, Ticats lose to the Edmonton Eskimos 25-18. Not only do they lose the game, not only only do they lose for the second time at Tim Hortons Field this season and ever, they also lose most outstanding player, I think leading candidate, Zach Caleros, to a knee injury. All around a disaster this afternoon. Your thoughts on the game, your thoughts on the injury. Are the Ticats still an elite team without their injured star QB? Also, your votes for player of the game. We'll name our fifth quarter fan of the night before we wrap up at 8 this evening. Darcy is first off the hop. Darcy, how are you? Well, I'm all right, Rick, concerning the circumstances. Um, I can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, uh, we're definitely not an elite team without that. Uh, you know, you can see what what kind of team we have when Caleros is gone. It's it's ugly, ugly, ugly. It's 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 not good. Um, the defense can't play the whole game. Obviously, they 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 kept us in the game as long as they can, but uh, we need some type of offense. Um, it, this is a uh, big big trouble. I I, I heard uh, he's a uh, it's a rip torn out ACL for Caleros. That's what I heard. Well, all all we were told is that is it is an ACL or it could be an ACL injury. We haven't heard torn or strain or, or anything yeah. that effect. I don't think the severity has quite been discovered yet. Well, anyway, my 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 point is. Um, uh, we need. I don't know what uh, they have to change with Zach gone. Um, it shows what type of quarterback he is. He's for Kent's offense. Uh, they have to change their whole offense. Uh, we have. Well, to they're not going to do that. We don't have a, the drop off. There's no way they're going to. Yeah, but Darcy, there's no way they're going to change their offense. The, the offense is what it is. You can't say, what "Oh, I'm we don't have Zach Calero, so we're going to have to change our whole playbook." What I'm saying is, they have to tone their offense down to a vanilla offense. Without Zach Calero, it's, it's it's shown today. So what do you, you do? What's a vanilla offense then? Basic offense. Uh, they, they they have to start running the ball, which Kent never does. That's why you bring in uh, quarterbacks. Obviously, uh, they have no hope in hell with, without a running game at all. You have to change your offense. They don't have a choice. So um, you're you have, you're, you have more confident. You have more confidence in Ray Holly. Do I have confidence in Ray Holly? Yeah, I mean, if you want to make Ray Holly the centerpiece of this offense now, are you confident he can get the job done? I mean, this is a passing league. You're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm going to make Ray Hall the centerpiece. I'm saying they need to have a balanced offense, and this is what's going to come back to bite them in the ass because Kent offense, Kent, Kent's offense is not um, geared towards that, but now they're forced to do that. Without Zach Caleros, this guy can do that offense, but none of these other quarterbacks can do it. Mm. Uh, they yeah. bring in somebody else, I don't know who they're going to bring in. No, I know what but, you're saying, but I, I, I don't think they're going to change one iota of this offense. Who's your player of the game today? Uh, <laughs> I don't have a player of the game, but I, I have to really strongly disagree with you. They have to change their offense. I, 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 you think that they're going to put, put in uh, Matthews or you've seen the drop-off. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they have to. You have to play a quarterback. I know they got to play a quarterback, but you're, you, they have to change. Their, they have to damper down the offense. They can't, they're not going to go with their 1A offense without Zach Caleros. Yeah. There's no way in the world that they can operate like that. They need to change. In, in order to salvage the season without Zach Caleros, um, and especially it shows what kind of old line we have. The old line is uh, atrocious without Zach Caleros in there, and they need they need to change the offense. Uh, they, they, they're not going to be able to run their offense the way they did with Zach Caleros. Okay, I hear you. Thanks for the call, Darcy. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Zach Caleros has anything to do with the offensive line. 
let's not forget that they did lose Jake Olson. Ryan Bombin's already out of the game. Uh, Dykowski was hurt for a little bit. Uh, they had some major question marks on the O-line. And I don't want to give Matthews or Harris much rope in this regard, other than the fact that they didn't get any reps of the first-team offense. But besides that, you know, the backup always has to be ready. But the offensive line, considering losing Olsen and um, and then having two quarterbacks that they really haven't practiced with much, let's just say it, was, <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't good all around. Let's get to a couple of tweets before we get to a couple of our callers. Andrew tweets, ball control was a huge factor tonight. I'm going to church tomorrow to ask for injury miracle for Zach. Hashtag fifth quarter. Vito, I feel like I've just been punched in the gut and kicked in the groin with the Jays and Ticats unable to finish and climb up. A couple of uh, facetious tweets coming in. I'll read them anyways because they're kind of amusing. Justin, my player of the game is Ray Holly, surefire two yards a carry. Kevin tweets, my player of the game is Jeff Matthews, best arm in the league. Jen on Twitter, if Caleros is out, I don't see them going anywhere. D is still good, but they can't score all the points. Let's go back to the phones at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Rob's on the line. Hey, Rob. Yes. Uh, hi, Rick. Um, I've always felt since Kent Austin came in with the Tiger Cats, and he, he's done a remarkable job, uh, two great cups, and, and now uh, where we are in the league right now. But the main problem, and I think a lot of people have said this, no balanced attack. Uh, you live by the pass, you die by the pass. When they were in on that 10-yard line, uh, before the interception, if they'd had a, a strong running back, uh, that could have made a difference as far as, uh, as far as a score is concerned. Elite team? Uh, no, I don't think they're elite team without Kolaris. Uh, I think uh, if they're fortunate, they can beat Saskatchewan. I think they have another game with Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether they play Winnipeg um, or BC. <laughs> Are we looking for the easy wins now? Well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> or the so-called. Well, they don't play Winnipeg anymore, and they do have a game against BC. BC. Well, there's a possibility with BC and Saskatchewan. I think they get Calgary next. They have a bye week, then they have Calgary, and then they host Saskatchewan. They're in Montreal, they're in BC, they host Ottawa, and then they're at Ottawa to complete the regular season. Well, I think you're right when you say they've got eight wins in the bank. Maybe if things uh, go south as far as Kolaris is concerned, mm-hmm. then, then maybe we're going to get ten wins, possibly 11, 10 or 11 wins, I would say. It might be enough. Uh, but Ottawa are looking good, and uh, Montreal's had Hamilton's number. Um, so it, it, to kind of summarize, um, Matthews to me was a big disappointment uh, on this game. Um, when he played in the preseason games, I, I thought he seemed to be a pretty reasonable quarterback. Um, I, I'm not going to give up on him, but um, if he is going to be the quarterback to take us in for the rest of the season, then I, um, and, he, and he does the same thing as he did today, mm-hmm then I think Hamilton are going to have to look and see if there's anything that's available that they can bring in. But the Achilles heel for the Hamilton Tiger Cats under Austin, and many people have said this to you, Rick, is the lack of a strong running game. If they'd had a good running game, that would have offset the the passing concerns that that Matthews always had to go to, uh, the the pass, 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 rather than giving it to a good running back um, where we 
we may have had the outcome might have, might have been a little different. Right. Well, who's your uh, player of the game today, Rob? Uh, oh, I, I guess I'd have to go to an Edmonton player. Um, Lacey, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, um, it's a serious situation for Hamilton. Um, I hope that they can uh, look at this uh, and see what uh, um, they can come up with. But uh, I would say two or three wins for the rest of the season without Kolaris. Um, and they're going to have to do something about running back. It may be too late now in the season to come up with a good running back as far as the system is concerned. But yep. that's been the Achilles heel. I get it. Thanks a lot, Rob. Thanks, Rick. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Alex is on the line. Hey, Alex. How you doing? Good. How are you? Been better. <laughs> yes, sir. That wasn't pretty. You know what? We sit in the stands, and everybody around us is looking at each other when we're on 30 points, and Caleros is still sitting in the game. You know what? I got to tell you, I'm major disappointed with Austin. The games that we've lost, you look at the game in Calgary, we throw the ball when all you had to do was fall down on second and six. We win that game. He doesn't call a timeout on the Montreal game when they're kicking their field goal and we lose all. I mean, Austin has, has got zero brain for game management. He might be able to, to, to design an offense, to run an offense, to help a quarterback learn the game, but sometimes you want, I wonder if he's brain dead. Like having a guy in there when we're up 30 points and, he, and he's a, as Colorado's is a little guy, why these other two guys haven't been in a game and we're sitting there, you know, if he ever gets hurt, we're done. And guess what? We're done. Hey, Alex, we had uh, th- this team has had plenty of opportunities, as you mentioned, to get Matthews into the game to get him some regular season reps. Because in the preseason, you're going against third and fourth stringers. You're going against guys who are not going to make CFL rosters. That, at his caliber of play, is easy to do. But we saw, I think, the real development of, of Jeff Matthews. He's got a long way to go. Absolutely. But, but again, every game we're blowing teams out by 30 points. And Colorado started the fourth quarter in every one of those games. Mm-hmm. Not once did those guys get in there outside of garbage time. And, and we're paying the price. And we are done. If we can't find somebody, we're done. Who's your player of the game? Uh, Matthews for Edmonton. Stunning. Okay. I, I, I could care less about it. I could care <laughs> less about anybody on the cat today. Those two guys are supposed to be professionals. And they, they didn't uh, deliver the goods. Awesome. Thanks for the call, Alex. Another quick break here. When we come back, Frank, Matthew, Adams, stay on the line. We will get to you after this. You're listening to the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. That's Cats fans saying, blah, after this one. 25-18, Edmonton over Hamilton. And not only do the Cats lose the game, they lose their best player, Zach Caleros. Injured right knee. Uh, we've heard... ACL, we don't know the severity, whether it's a strain or a tear. Uh, it didn't look good. He was down for several minutes, managed to get to the Ticats sideline under um, a lot of pain, no doubt about that. Was on the sideline. He had his right knee uh, wrapped up in ice, uh, limping around. But uh, man, oh man, before 24,017 fans at Tim Hortons Field, the Ticats suffering a couple of big blows, losing the game and losing Caleros. Fifth quarter fan of the night will be named before we wrap up at 8. Your votes for player of the game. And again, it doesn't have to be a Tiger Cat. Can be, if you want it to be. Question I'm asking, couple of them, are the Ticats still an elite team without 
Zach Caleros, and Hamilton has six games to go. They have eight wins in the bank, but if Caleros is gone for the year, does Hamilton have enough to make the playoffs? They should. I'm saying they should with eight wins. Even if they lose the rest of their games, eight and ten might be good enough. Considering what's happening out west, Montreal certainly at four and six doesn't seem to be making a lot of noise, so there is some hope in that regard. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin, and on the CHML app. Here's an email coming in from Randy. Well, we need to look for a backup quarterback. A disaster. Four big turnovers. Actually, I think there was five. Yeah, there was five for Edmonton. Preventable. Edmonton did not play well. Matthews throwing to the other team all game. Now we know just how valuable Caleros is. Corey Harris needs more reps. Where is Fantuz? Thought he would be back. If I selected a player of the game, it would be Terrence Tolliver. Let's see how a bye week will get these players back. Go Hamilton Hurricanes. It's good to see the Hurricanes play today. A sad Oski wee-wee. That one from Randy in Oakville. Just a quick update on Fantuz. Uh, I've heard still a few weeks away on Andy Fantuz. All right, let's go back to the phones, and Adam is on the line. Hey, Adam. Hi, Rick. How's it going? I'm okay. How about you? Um, I think it speaks for itself. Yeah. I just I just wanted to say something about Jeff Matthews, and clearly he was a deer in the headlights tonight. He just was making bad decisions, not stepping up, not leaving the pocket. Just He just was not that good, but, you know, people are throwing in the towel on on the Ticats because of a bad performance. I mean, the guy just got out of college. He was just thrown in the deep end, and he panicked. And he hadn't had any time with the first team. Um, not to mention, Holly was averaging like half a yard a carry. So he, you know, he was asked to do a lot tonight, and he made really bad decisions. But every quarterback does it. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, I think and, I think a lot of, and not to cut you off, but I think a lot of the frustration as well is that Caleros could be gone for a while, so we might have Matthews under center for a while. Well, hopefully, you know, having Zach on the sideline makes me feel a little bit better because they didn't send him straight for an MRI. But you know, I I gotta believe that Jeff Matthews can improve. I mean, the guy has the Ivy League passing record. I mean, he threw for so many yards down at Cornell. Uh, and Harris Harris has a cannon on him. That that throw he made to, uh, I think he threw it to Tasker, that ball was just a bullet. But it's just inexperience, and it's just going to come with time. The only thing you can do is give them reps, and hopefully you can maybe bring in somebody who could be a starter. But I'm, I'm not convinced Jeff Matthews is a wash. I think he's got a lot of potential. I don't think a lot of people are giving him credit for what he can bring to the table. Nobody's going to have a perfect game. So uh, that, that's a fair statement. Who's who's your player of the game today? Um, you know what? I think Ted Laurent did a really great job standing up that middle. Um, you know, they they gained yards on the outside, and you look at that first half, they barely got into the Tiger Cat zone. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it at Ted. He doesn't usually get the praise. All right, sounds good. Thanks for the call, Adam. Thanks, Rick. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at am900chml, at Rick Samperton. Adam brings up a good point with Jeff Matthews. 
that, you know, fan bases are very quick to react to what they just saw. And Adam's saying, you know, give Matthews a chance. This was his first game thrust into basically a middle of a ball game without a lot of reps leading up to this game with the first-team offense. And I'll remind you, many Ticats fans were quick to react saying, wow, we have a pretty good backup quarterback in this Jeff Matthews guy tearing it up in the preseason. Again, it's the preseason, a little too much praise, maybe today a little too much hate on Jeff Matthews. Although, it is somewhat warranted because he was that bad. If you look at these statistics, Matthews was 12 of 20, 157 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions, two of those were pick sixes. He also fumbled the football as well. So, eh, not very good. Caleros, by the way, 7 of 10 for 90 yards and a TD. And Ja'Cory Harris went 6 of 12 for 59 yards. Ray Hawley, 8 carries for 19 yards. That's 2.4 per carry. That's ugly. Terrell Singfield, leading receiver for the Ticats, 7 catches, 92 yards. Tasker, 6 for 67. Tolliver, 5 for 56 and a TD. Underwood, 3 for 41. Simone Lawrence, Leading the Ticats with nine defensive tackles, Taylor Reed had eight. And how about Justin Hickman with another sack today as a team-leading eight, one off the CFL lead. Email from William. Done, done, done. Well, bet the coach wishes he had the kid in when we had those leads to get some playtime in. Only thing I'm happy about is the bye week. This will show how much the Cats have grown as a winning team. No team is just one player. Player of the game, special teams, and defense, except the face mask, which lost the game. Pitiful. Offense was horrible. Five bleeping turnovers. That email from William. Some good points there. Back to the phones we go. And Frank is at the top of the deck. Hey, Frank. Hey, how you doing, bud? I'm okay. You? I'm good. Uh, listen, uh, nobody knows what the actual injury is, right? Correct. So at least the severity. We know we know it's a right knee. We just don't know how bad it is. That's right. Yeah, we know he's hurt. Uh, that's okay. But you've seen the whole team go down. You've seen the crowd stop cheering and hold it. And I disagree, totally disagree with your not the last caller, the caller before that. That oh, we're done. No, we're not done. Mm-hmm. I mean. Matthews is, and I agree with the last caller, Matthews is a very capable quarterback. He was, he was like a deer in the headlights. And we'll wait and see what happens. Like, we don't know yet. Everybody, like, just drops the ball. No pun intended. <laughs> you know, like, come on. Like, let's see what's going on. And, you know, I'm sure they're going to regroup. You know, like, Hey, like if you haven't like Zach Claris has been outstanding. He should be MVP as far as I'm concerned. But yep. let's go on from there. And if he can come back, great. If he can't, we have to work it out. We're still going to compete. I mean, come on, we're not just giving up because Zach Claris can't play again. Yeah, and let's not forget too. Edmonton has the number one defense in the CFL, so. I think exactly. most, uh, you know, most starting quarterbacks have struggled against Edmonton. Uh, Jeff Matthews, being the backup, certainly yeah. struggled today. Yeah, I, your, find who, it, I find it kind of funny, ironic, sir. Uh, I was talking to a friend before the game, during the game, and after the game, and yeah. and before the game, I said, you know, just stay healthy, get your injured <laughs> players back, get on the bye week, yeah, and, yeah, and stay healthy. You know, like, and we're laughing, but 
it, it doesn't mean it's over. I mean, all these, you know, I guess I I wouldn't call them wannabe Ticat fans, but like you don't you don't give up just like that. Come on, like who knows? Maybe we'll get lucky, and Toronto will release Ricky Ray. Cause we don't need him. <laughs> that's not going to happen, Frank. You and I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> it was just a thought. But, you know, I like your thinking. Release him and say hey. And we'll rob him again. But Ricky Ray was supposed to come here first. You know that. Oh, yeah. Well, who, who's your player of the game today, Frank? Uh, I'd have to say you, sir. <laughs> I get my first player of the game vote. I love it. All right, bud. Thanks a lot. Take, right, care. take care. <laughs> Maybe the Arcos will release Ricky Ray. That's hilarious. Uh, Matthew's on the line. Hey, Matthew. Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Go ahead. What, what are your thoughts on today's game? Uh, I got two points that I'd like to make. Okay, uh, yeah. For the first one is uh, you're, uh, I call it earlier in the show, emphasize this with a lot more anger than I will. But uh, <laughs> okay. when we were up 30 points, 40 points on teams early in the season, Jeff Matthews not getting reps. Right. Now, I understand that Zach Kolaris is a competitor and he wants to stay in there and he's competitive just like Ken Austin. But in recent years, when have we ever been in a position where we've been up 30 points to put in a backup quarterback? Mm-hmm. We haven't. Few and far between. Uh, and I think that it's extremely important that Ken Austin should have played these guys this year when we were winning by that much because it, it has not happened. Now, that's the first point I like to make. I know that you've already talked about it. Mm-hmm. The second point is, is these fans that are giving up on the team already? Oh, come on. Uh, I mean, you got... Uh, a guy getting thrown into the deer with headlights. You got two offensive linemen that are out bombing, and then Olsen goes out today. You got to have a little bit more faith in this guy with Ken Austin. I, I know I, I just scrutinized him not putting him in, but at the same time, this guy is going to prepare Jeff Matthews. He's going to prepare the team to play with Jeff Matthews if Kolaris is out long term. And I think we're going to be fine. I don't think we're going to be in any trouble at all. Um, and. I just I think uh, with a little bit of time, Jeff Matthews will be fine. But to the same point, he, he's kind of starting from scratch right now when he could have already been ready to go today if he would have played earlier in the season. Good point. Who's your player of the game? Justin Medlock. That's a great pick. He put us into some uh, some great field position. I was going to give it to the defense, but Justin Medlock all the way. He he really he he put the points up on the board today when we couldn't do it on offense. He punted very well and pinned the Eskimos very deep. I have to go with him. Good pick. Thanks, Matthew. All right, take care. Have a good one. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell phone. The tweets and emails uh, continue to roll in. David's on the line. Some other guys calling in. Hang tight. One more break here on the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. This is the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. 25-18 the final in favor of the Edmonton Eskimos over the Hamilton Tiger Cats this afternoon in front of 24,017 fans at uh, Tim Hortons Field. I nearly called it Iverwind Stadium. Well, uh, 25-18 the final. So the Tiger Cats fall to 8-4. and four. Edmonton improves to 8-4. and four. They split the season series, one win apiece. Um, elsewhere in the East, Ottawa is 6-4. and four. The Red Blacks in Saskatchewan later on tonight. 
Toronto is 6-5. They have the bye week this week. Montreal 4-6. and six. The Alouettes hosting Winnipeg on Sunday afternoon. Out west, the Stamps still the best in the CFL at 9-3. and three. They beat the BC Lions last night. Winnipeg and BC both 4-7. and seven. Saskatchewan is at 1-10. and ten. Winless on the road. They are 1-5 and five at home and again hosting the Red Blacks uh, later on tonight. I know Ticats fans cheering for the Rough Riders in that game to keep Ottawa four points off the pace. Back to the phones we go and David is on the line. David, good evening. Hi, how are you doing? I'm okay. How about you? Good. Um, just one of the things that really got to me is the fact that uh, the defense only gave up 10 points today. I thought the defense played absolutely fantastic. And I think we could have won in spite of our offense if we just hadn't turned the ball over. Yeah, turnovers were huge. And not only that, but points off turnovers. Five turnovers, 20 points for Edmonton. Yeah, it was just it was one of those things, you know, you see one and you kept, it kept happening and turnover, turnover. And it really sort of killed any momentum that we, we could have had and really sort of let Edmonton back in the game. Yeah. David, who's your player of the game? Uh, Speedy B. Always consistent and, you know, always going for yards. Okay, sounds good. Thanks for the call. All right, thank you. You can join the party as well. we got about 11 minutes to go here in the fifth quarter. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. A few tweets coming in as well. HTOVS uh, writes, Tough loss plus critical turnovers, which took at least field goals off the board. Hart is crushed about Zach Tolliver. Solid game. So I'll mark down another vote for Terrence Tolliver. Manny... Uh, thank you, bye week. Let's see what this team is made of. Go Cats, go. Let's prep either Matthews or Harris. In response to my question tonight on the fifth quarter, are the Ticats still an elite team without injured quarterback Zach Caleros? We had a few tweets come in on this. Chris writes, uh, not if Matthews continues to turn the ball over. Mike tweets, not even close. Uh, and Jen, it doesn't look like they are. Felt confident about this team until this point. Offense doesn't look competitive now. Good time for the bye week because we need to get things together. A couple of other tweets. Jimmy, Oski, Wee Wee, next man up. Let's go Cats. And Chelsea tweets, Mom says Zach walked out to center field at the end of the game. Hope that means no tear. Hashtag fifth quarter. Hashtag go Cats go. So a little bit of optimism with Zach going out to center field. But, again, we just don't know the severity of that knee. Don is on the phone. Hey, Don. Hello, Rick Samprin. How are you? Oski Weezy. Oski Weezy. Mackinac. Man. Yeah. It was a holy Mackinac type of day in a bad way. It was. But you know what? I got a lot I could say, but I know we got a short time. Sorry about the room here. It sort of echoes. But That's okay. I sort of got turned off by the theatrics, especially number 40 for Everton. Like, come on, just play ball. But you know what, Rick? I got to tell you, uh, this could be the Grey Cup. You know that? I'm just thinking because it's the best from the West, Edmonton. Yeah, the, Hamilton the, the almost good, best. But you know what? I thought that even though, like, it was sort of up and down, we thought we had the game in our pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was, it was, man, they look good. And it's not a loss because it's uh, an experience because we got to see not only Zach, but we saw two other quarterbacks. I like Harris. That's where my money would be if I was Jimmy the Greek. But you know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm still thinking, like, man, back in Toronto when uh, Kent Austin had that little uh, shoulder tap with uh, Dave Stella. Yeah. But then he turned around, he apologized. I thought, what a sportsman, what a fine gentleman. 
But I'll tell you, like, I've been a Cavs fan since I've been about 10 years old. And I had Ange Mosca as a young fella at my father and son banquet. This is no word of a lie. Ange just came from Boston. And Tommy Grant, this was at the 61st Cub Group down in the East End of Hamilton by uh, Tommy Grant's store. Yep. And there was Big On, Ange. And you know what, Rick? I've got to tell you something. I'm on the bucket list, and I have a hard time dealing with this. But um, I got the same thing in Ange's got. I'm 61, Ange's a little bit older. Okay. He'll always be my hero, but I'm saying go Cats, go. Let's go all the way. Have good, good stuff. Night, buddy. Thanks for the call, Don. Uh, Jack is on the line. Hey, Jack. Hi. Go Hi, ahead. Rick. Uh, yeah, I just want to say I, I really think they should have um, kept Matthews in, um, even after Harris's first series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it really kind of threw the offense off, the receivers, line, everybody. He, he, I mean, three interceptions, you know, pick sixes, whatever. You can't account for that, but... I think they really should have kept kept him in. If he's going to be our number two quarterback, you've got to go with him. Yeah. Who's your player of the game today? Um, I would think Sinkfield. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks for the call, Jack. Okay, thank you. Next caller up is Brian. Hey, Brian. Oh, hold on. It's button stuck. There you are. Brian, are you there? Hey. Uh, I thought, I think we're in desperate need of uh, going to be back anytime soon. I think we need to go and get a better running back because what made things a lot easier for Matthews today is he would have been able to turn around and, and have him stand there in the backfield. Uh, I agree with you. We're having a little bit of trouble hearing you, uh, Brian, but I think you're referring to uh, C.J. Gable in the backfield. Uh, I, he's not going to be back for at least a few weeks either. So that's, at least for the time being, not an answer for this team. Brad's on the line. Hey, Brad, thanks for calling. Hey, Rick. Yeah, tough, tough loss today, but, I, I, you know, again, we got to stop uh, we don't know the extent of the injuries on Zach. Right. And even if he's gone for six weeks, guess what? That puts us right about playoff time. That's right. Yeah, they have six games to go after. Yeah. Well, they're on the bye yeah. week, and then they have six games left. Yeah, so we got we got seven weeks. And and from, you know, watching it on, on television here, you know, Zach was walking around pretty good. Uh, in my eyes, it may just be a stinger or a, a bruise. Um, I think it's a little more than a bruise. Well, a little more than the bruise, but a lot of people say too. They seem to walk around after the game. So, you know what? I don't think it's as bad as we're making it out to be. You know, Zach's tough. He, you know, he. You could just see it in his eyes. He'd rather be out there playing. Um, so he's going to do everything that is humanly possible to to get back out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we got a bye week. Let's get Matthews or, or, or uh, you know, just get the guys the reps. Um, and prepare for the next week. You know, as Coach has often said, you know, this one's in the books. Look ahead to the next one. Yeah. Hey, Brad, uh, who's your player of the game today? You know what? I'm going to give it to Simone Lawrence this week. You know, he was out there just tearing it up as much as he possibly could, and it just seemed like he was in on every defensive play that there was uh, the whole game. Yeah, he had nine tackles. Thanks for the call, Brad. That uh, led the team. John has called into the fifth quarter. Hey, John. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> you know what uh, I thought we had three games like I thought you know we got a good uh, special teams defense offense mm-hmm. but we just learned a valuable lesson without Calaris we suck we got problems I mean Matthews come on that that pick three the last one oh, where was he throwing it mm-hmm. was he like, I mean obviously he was pushing it but I don't know what the receiver who the receiver was but he was like five ten yards off the ball we're in trouble. If, we, if Galeros is out for a long period, if he's out for the rest of the season for the playoffs, we might not make the playoffs. That was one with, of my questions today, yeah. With, with a 
because Matthews stunk it up. I'm sorry. And then the other guy, I can't remember what his name is. Ja'Cory Harris. Um, he couldn't do anything. What, what, as soon as it happened, like that, that pick three, I had flashbacks of Ivor when, when, when McManus goes down or, or you know, I'm thinking <laughs> of Tommy Chan and all this stuff. That Timmy Chan, the yeah. backup comes in, we're done. Yeah. Like, we're literally, we're done. Like, that game was done in the third quarter. So let's hope it's not as bad. Maybe they sat him because they know it's a bye week and, you know, they didn't want it to get hurt more. But he was standing there. Uh, Claris was laughing. So, I mean, those are good signs. Too bad it wasn't more of a concussion because they can come back quicker. For sure. But hey, Tim, we got we got to run. Who's your uh, who's your player of the game today? I don't think we really had one. Like, I mean, uh, <laughs> no one. I mean, well, Banks couldn't do anything. Sinkfield, I mean, he's talking up too. Like he dropped that ball. Yeah. For the for the fumble, he should have kept that ball. I mean, give it to Metlock again. Say like if it's a safe way to do it, but we're in trouble if if we have no quarterback, and we were due for it. Edmonton's went down. Toronto's went down. Every every team's quarterbacks went down. We were due. It's you got it. Turn. Hey, thanks for the call, Tim. We are pretty much plumb out of time. Our fifth quarter fan of the night is Adam. Great call earlier today. We can't replay the call because we're simply out of time. So many people calling in to chime in on today's loss. Our player of the game, it's a tie between Tolliver and Medlock with two votes each. There was that much of a uh, difficult decision for Ticats fans today. 25-18, Edmonton wins. This has been the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML.